If it makes sense in the material and it really helps the story along, but just putting it in for the sake of putting it in, or because you think it might be a cool theme, being able to take a step back and look at the big picture and making sure that it really fits into, just like anything else, making sure that it really fits into the story. And if it doesn't, get rid of it. Welcome back to Nothing Shines Like Dirt, episode 36. I'm Leslie Shannon. And I'm Elise Siebert. Today we are speaking with casting director Kate Geller from Christie Street Casting. We talk about how everything comes back to the script, casting projects that capture the realness of life, and And also being a good person. Like, give me some credit, y'all. I yeah. know, it's, know it's happening. Here. Yeah. No, they figured it out. Took them a while. That's <laughs> good. That's really funny. Really great. So what are you, what are you working on right now? What, what's going on in your world? Um, my first solo film just started shooting yet Tuesday, which is really exciting. It's called Kingfish, shooting out in Montauk have an interesting cast, but it's mostly young actors I are the leads. It's Charlie Tahan and Liam Aiken, Sadie Calvano. We just put Eden Brolin in it. And then we have some like other random people that are kind of fun, <laughs> like Molly Ringwald and Kevin Corrigan. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So it's like a weird mix, but... What's the, what's the premise or the... It's a little bit like uh, Goonies... Mm, and it's a little bit like Goonies, but not quite as funny. Like a little bit more thriller than gotcha. comedy. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Because uh-huh. um, it's got that air of like, you know, they're trying to save what's wonderful about Montauk and keep it from getting like gentrified oh. more or less. Ooh. Yeah. The but, last time I was out there, which I, it was a few years ago, there was this one <coughs> bar and you were thousands of feet away and all you could hear was like booming tech music. <laughs> I think it's probably about that bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause the bar, it's like about, you know, they're trying to like keep the bar cause the bar has so much history. So they're like going on this adventure to find money, which is why ah. it's kind of Goonies ass. Oh, I, I knew exactly what you meant when you yeah. said to save. I was like, yeah. yes, I've, I've seen, but Goonies there's a, few, it's, Goonies it's a little darker than it's a lot darker than the Goonies. Well, you know, and the actors are much older, like, you know, 20 is not, Teens, yeah, yeah, or teen, preteen, preteen, yeah. It's so beautiful out there too. That's good. Yeah. Like, cin- like for the cinematography, that's gonna be. Yeah, really especially great. this time of year, I would think with the leaves changing and everything. Oh yeah. So that's a, that was exciting. Really exciting. Um, we are starting on a new TV show called Dietland. That is by the woman that wrote Unreal. Um, Marty. I just watched that. I loved it. It was so funny. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny. So this is more about like women's, it's just, it's really feminist and awesome. (laughs) And I'm like really (laughs) excited about it. But it's about like women and their struggle with weight and looks and how, and it's just incredible because all the producers are women and um, we're working with um, Rich Julia from, who's a casting director out in Los Angeles and um, Jessica Kelly is the New York casting director. Um, I'm the associate on it, but it's, it sounds it's really, it's, I'm really excited about it. I'm also excited to not be doing like a, you know, a crime show. Cause I've done a lot of those, <laughs> yeah. which is great, yeah, you know, yeah. and they, you know, they're awesome cause people love them and they employ a lot of actors. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I, this is more up my alley. So 
No, it sounds awesome. I yeah. love that. I love how many um, females you have involved, like behind the scenes. Is I mean the it's got five female producers. Like that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's really, and it's shooting in New York, which is great. So really great. it's really exciting. That is exciting. Um, that sounds like a really fun premise too. There, yeah. I saw a quote like on Instagram the other day, like if women stopped caring about like what they look like, how many industries would go out of business. Mm-hmm. This is very, I mean, it's like literally there's like a fashion magazine. I'm not going to give too yeah, much yeah, away. Yeah. No, yeah. but there's a fashion magazine involved. And just also, what if women fought back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. We didn't let all the, I mean, it's apropos to what's going on in the current climate, partially. Mm-hmm. We'll see if anything actually happens. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. I Anywho. I but, know. <laughs> but no, we, we get it. We talk about this kind of stuff all the time. We're both involved in two different, um, like, or probably maybe more than that, like uh, women filmmaker groups that, oh. like, we intentionally try to hire each other <laughs> for projects other and support and, each other yeah. and lift each other up because so much of... I mean, the world in general, like, I feel like is unintentionally maybe, or sometimes intentionally like pushing us down. And we, if we can really like band together and work together, it's amazing what we can do. Yeah. There's also something to be said for how much we've put up with. And we don't even look at it as putting up with things. We We look at it as uh, this is what life is. And it's kind of exciting to see people be like yeah, I'm not taking it anymore yeah so screw that shit yeah I know yeah. right I'm, I'm with you <coughs> we're both from well she's from the midwest and I'm from the south so we we know oh you definitely know <laughs> all too well um, all too well <laughs> unfortunately and it, it's interesting too starting I mean I, I think you find your voice as you mature as an adult anyway I think I found my voice maybe sooner moving out to New York where people are just more direct and to the point about things. But especially this last year, as a woman speaking up in instances where people aren't used to women speaking up about, whether it's just laughing it off or changing the subject or just like de-escalating by moving away. And that's been that's been kind of this interesting thing I've observed since, I mean, our election and everything that's been, been going on. Mm-hmm. But anyway. That's we, a really we could have a really conversation. That's a whole other conversation. Whole, we'd be here all night. Oh, How yeah. much rosé yeah. do we have? Um, <laughs> so um, as like indie filmmakers, a lot of times, um, you know, getting, <laughs> getting people to be interested in your script or your film, uh, you know, there's all these kind of like, you know, whether you get a name attached or having a really strong script or getting a really strong producer, like, you being on the casting side of things, like what have you seen is, has been really successful for up and coming filmmakers, um, kind of approaching a project and maybe not things that they don't know, you know, that you wish that they would know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's a big question. I know. I mean, I, Films and indie films are, I love them so much and they're so much fun to make. There's something so, we've gotten really good scripts with interesting people, like cool people writing. Like there's a project I've been working on for almost two years and it's, and one I've been working on for five. Wow. That have amazing, like producers attached and good actors, but for some reason we can't get the other actor that's going to get financing to get the movie made. 
Um, so I think there's, it's really difficult for a first time director. That's number one. And for a first time feature director, not just like, you know, making shorts is fantastic, but to have something larger to go with it Mm -hmm. is so much more helpful. Or if you can do it on a shoestring budget, you do it on the ultra low, you get as many friends as possible to help you out. You keep it real, a really small cast if you can and do it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you don't have to worry about the names getting attached and you can get a solid, well-made piece of film out. Mm -hmm. Um, Which helps you the next time. Which helps you with the next one because then people can see your work. It gets other people interested. It gets other people attached. Um, Because that's always what they're, that's almost always when we're sending an offer to somebody that's on the namey side what else have they done that I can watch to see if I'm interested in working with this person, if I like their point of view. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. No, it totally makes sense. Cause I mean, it's really funny. So you're saying like having one feature under your belt is helpful in doing that because I've heard, um, a myriad of different things, but I guess this is more from producers who are wanting to get attached to something that having shorts is having several different shorts is good too. But you think that having that one feature I is helpful. I think it's helpful too. I, you know, the, the goal is it's great to make things with your friends, mm-hmm. but the goal is to get something that's so well made with the actors that are so good, even if it is a short, that when you're presenting it to other people, this is the first feature, these are shorts they've made, and sending those out, and people watch the shorts, and they're like, wow, this person knows what they're doing. You know what I mean? And it would be the same thing with a feature, but I think it's nice to, like, step your, you know, dip your feet in the water before you jump in. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing that you can complete a feature because it is quite a different endeavor. It is. It's long. It's understanding how to budget time better. It's understanding how to budget money better. Um, figuring out locations and all the things you don't, you know, knowing you've got a kid on set, what you have to do with that. Um, yeah, there's a lot. The ins and outs, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, the, my job is to help you find the actors that are going to do it, but sometimes we can get you meetings with agents and the agents can help if they like you and they like the project, they're passionate about it. They show them, you know, they'll share it with development part of the company and the writers, that kind of thing. So that they get more, if you get the agency support, it helps you get, it helps you get your financing. It helps you get your actors and your actors have, you know, actors help you get the financing in place a lot of time as well. Mm -hmm. So you think it's really important to have at least one named actor in like a a project in, in order to get financing or it depends on your life. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I should say that every day. Um, It depends depends on what it is. Um, and names are, you know, I've, I'm, I had a meeting with some people a, a little while ago and they wanted a specific, they're like, our dream person is this person. And I'm like, what's your budget? told me the budget and I was like, this actor will not work for less than $200,000. They're not going to, they're not going to do it. And they're like, but I'm like, we can make an offer, but it's a waste of time. Like, I know this is a fact. I'm tight with their agent. Like I, it's a waste of time. So understanding that 
at certain levels, people aren't rolling out of bed for a certain amount of money, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's just a waste of time to approach them. That being said, you know, they're like, oh, well, we have two months. We can do that. And you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and audition people on the side so that we have our backups. But it's, it's always, I mean, it's, it's tricky. It just, I don't, I don't, sometimes you can get financing if you have producers that are really adventurous and excited and they're like, we don't need to have stars in this. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're good with like, especially in New York, I think there are so many actors that have spent their life doing theater. They're like in every Broadway show ever and they're amazing actors, but they just don't have the film career or they don't have the TV career. So they're not names. Does that make sense? Yeah. But like you but can they, certainly cast a movie hear, with them yeah. and they will be fantastic in it, yeah. you know? And they'll have an audience as well. Like it's it, a different kind of audience. It's a different it's kind audience. of audience. But I think that the, the, the problem with financiers is that they're like, how do I get my money back? Mm-hmm. So I need a name attached. And then they're like, oh, well, let me get, you know, Angelina Jolie. And you're like... You're like what kind of crack sure. you smoking? Okay, <laughs> let's get you. And yep, mm-hmm. and you just have to. You can you can only say it so much, and then you just do it, and we wait for nothing to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so it's it, it's just a question of like how flexible they're willing to be, how risk taking they're willing to be. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect yeah, sense. It totally makes sense. What about you as a casting director personally and you as an office? Like what do you see in projects that maybe are a little bit lower budget, like that you gravitate towards or or if there's kind of themes or I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, is it different? It's different. Every project is different. For us it's we have to read the script. If I read the if I'll meet the people and if the people are really cool and like smart and will actually like, you know, we just creatively jive well with them. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't love the script, we'll probably make it work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can get really great people attached with just like that. You know what I mean? It's not as hard. Um, for, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but I think script is the most... I need to feel something about the script to want to be, because you have to sell it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're like going after names, I need to be able to sell the script to people. This is why I want to work on this project. Because I think this material is really cool and I really like the director's vision. Look at this film that he's done. It's amazing. That kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a theme that comes up as we talk to people in the business. Is It always comes back to story and... Yeah, you and know. also I think if for for younger um, or newer, I should say, uh, screenwriters, um, knowing when we, you know, if if being comfortable taking adjustments on the script, like sometimes you think a theme is a really cool theme to put in there, and you're like this. We I understand why you put it in, but you're not going to attract who you want with that in there because it's not necessary to the story and it's asking for a whole other place. Does that make, yeah. I mean, it's, I yeah. mean, that can be sex. It can be nudity. 
Um, yeah, you need to tell more people to take that out. (laughs) Well, it's just, it just, if it, if it makes sense in the material and it really helps the story along, but just putting it in for the sake of putting it in or because you think it might be a cool theme, being able to take a step back and look at the big picture and making sure that it really fits into just like anything else, making sure that it really fits into the story. And if it doesn't get rid of it, it's not worth it. It's not worth the time, the extra well, the might, extra paperwork you need to do. You might know? get edited out anyway if it's not serving the story. So then you're wasting... Oh, it's okay. Um, we do it all the time. Okay. <laughs> so then you're wasting money and time, like you said, yeah. about shooting it. And then at the end of the day, if it doesn't... Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it needs... It's being able to make... And being flexible enough to make those adjustments before you're sending offers out to people is... Game changing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, knowing that we under we do this a lot and knowing that where you think it's <laughs> a wise move, you know what I mean, to attract the people you want to attract, it's 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 good. Well, you know? always the worst is when you have something that is your profession or your craft and then someone think who it's not their craft. Um, recommends you doing other things that don't make any sense. It's always that's like fifty percent of my job. Yeah. So bless you. So take note of this, people. <laughs> don't tell don't tell casting directors how to do their job. Well, it's not. It's or anyone really. Yeah, really anyone. Let's um, just blanket. That it's statement. more that they're they're like, well, you know, people come up with ideas. Like financiers will have their actor list. We come up with an actor list. That's how people want to work with us is that we present to them our ideas. And they're like, I love these ideas. And half the time they're too big. And we know they're too big. And when we have the real conversation with them after we send them our idealists, we'll say, these people aren't really that realistic, but like we love the idea of them. So we want to find this It's like type. searching for colleges, right? You have yeah, your, like, you need to find <laughs> Yeah, sure. Like your dream your yeah. dream schools and then like the things the, that you'll still be happy with. Yeah. Yeah. And then that one safety. And then, and then the, yeah, that bottom of the barrel, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I always like to think of it as a puzzle, I guess. And finding the right pieces for the puzzle. Cause it, to me, that's a little bit more of an optimistic way of looking at yeah. it. No, I'm sure. like, they're not for right sure. for the puzzle. They're not yeah. right for this one. That's yeah. all. Well, and I think so much of of filmmaking is <coughs> compromising and collaborating. Yes. And you, you can know right away whether or not the people who you're potentially going to work with, whether or not that's something they value. And if they don't, then it might not be the right fit for you. It might not be you. the right fit. Yeah. I have that happen often. People are like, oh, I just had this conversation with this actor that we just put an offer to, and I'm scared now. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay, well, let's see how we can get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully yeah, it'll work sure. or, or yeah. they'll show up on set and be awesome, mm-hmm. you know, like be lovely humans. So mm-hmm. you never know. You, you do not. Ever. That's you an, don't. That's another theme is just being a lovely human in this. What, whatever your role is, it like serves you so much. I think a lot of people, <laughs> actors don't realize it, that every, our readers, our interns – the other people in the waiting room, if you are not nice, um, don't drink the wine. <laughs> um, if you're not nice, we're going to know about it. And it's yeah. going to be something that 
I'm going to be aware of. If you show up to set and you're totally unprofessional, I'm going to find out about it and I'm not going to hire you again. Mm -hmm. But if it's coming, like, for instance, so somebody's rude to my intern, you know, and then they're, they're really nice to me in the room. They're nice to the director. They're nice to the reader. They go, it's down between them and one other person. And my intern will be, I'll be like, how was everybody? And they'll be like, oh, that person was a total jerk. I'll be like, okay. So if maybe it comes down to them and one other person. I'll be like, well, I heard this person was kind of a jerk. And they'll be like, okay. That's, kind, go, of, you know. that's kind of amazing that you do that though. Because it is really important. I think so. And there are people there at my very, very first job out of grad school, I was a PA on a film. And the lead actress was literally awful to everyone. Like everyone except for the director and the lead actor. And um, I we recent she was recently hired for a different project and I that someone else in my office was working on and I said oh I've heard horrible th- I mean like I this is my experience experience yeah and then they she's a fantastic actress she's very talented it's what happens I guess but I just I always feel like it's always always err on the side of being nice to people because mm-hmm. why doesn't do anything to be mean well, and people don't Unless they deserve it. Yeah, well, people don't forget <laughs> that either. You know, people really remember when someone's nasty to them. They, you know, more so, I think, than... And you don't know who be, that PA is going to be exactly. that you're like a total jerk to. You don't know if they're going to end up being like the next Steven Spielberg, you know? Right. Well, I, I think, too, that it just goes to show a lot to that, like, not even like who they're going to be, but just just the value in being kind to another human being. <laughs> yeah. Like the um, how much better your, your set experience will be in general if you're putting out good energy toward other people. Exactly. And, and like PA, that's, I've done it. It's one of the shittiest jobs. It sucks. Yeah. (laughs) And so like, if there's anyone you really need to be nice to, it's them. They could, they, that, that will help them. They'll do so, they'll help you. They'll go over, they'll bend over backwards more for you, which they'll be doing anyway, but like, they'll do it more because you're like, they're like, oh, they're so nice. I just want to make them happier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't hurt you to be whatever. Anyway, that was... No, that's very important. And, and I'm also, glad I to think hear. so many of these, like, so many of the indies nowadays are like ensemble films. Yeah. And you, when you're creating an ensemble, you want, you want it to be like a family on yeah. set, you know? So well, it's, it's a true collaboration. Yeah. Because, yeah. Nobody. Exactly. It's not that hierarchy. It, it is more of like a circle of. Exactly. Circle of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what was your first, well, first of all, you, you began in the industry as an actor, if I, if yes. I am remembering mm-hmm. correctly. So how did you transition from acting into casting? So, uh, I met, uh, Jessica Kelly in one of those, in an actor's networking class, which is also how I met Elise. Yes. Um, <laughs> Kate teaches a great class. I highly recommend it. Thank you. Yep. Um, and she, I was actually also at the time working for an actor's networking company and she would call me and ask me to come be her intern. And I was like, I got a job. And then I left that company and wasn't working. So I was like, I'll come intern. So within a month I was helping her do kid searches. Um, and 
I just kept getting, you know, so I'd like work for them for like a month and then like just intern and then like work for them for another couple months. Just, you know, doing, I got really good at doing kid searches and I'm a freakishly organized human being, which I know a lot of people say that, but. Mm. Leslie is too. Okay. I, so I was not. like, but not like me. <laughs> like I'm no, I'm sure you're I'm, my, my other job eventually down the line will be to like organize people's closets. Like, that's, yeah, like that my, that's like a dream job, which is so weird. Um, or no, organize their lives. Like I just, I'm like, let me just make that night. Like, let me fix this for you. Yes. Um, so, but that skill oddly translates really well into a lot of what we do. Um, it, Great. I'm so glad to know that. <laughs> um, just like with the creative side as well. I mean, there's, you know, there's the creative side of my brain, but there's also like the very meticulous organized side. Um, so I'm very, I, you know, helping them along those lines. And then um, uh, so that continued for like a year. And then I was high, I kept getting hired on longer and longer jobs. And then um Erin Dark, who's a wonderful actress, and also used, we used to work together as she was casting associate as well, um, was working. My Jessica Kelly and Suzanne Smith Crowley, who I work with, um, used to share an office space with Billy Hopkins. Um, and Erin was like Billy's assistant. And then she, Jess and Suzanne got a TV show, so they hired Erin over there. So Billy hired me to be his assistant for a while, um, which was fantastic. I learned so much from him. He's such a genius. And anyway, I love him. Um, so I was with him for like five or six months. And then um, we got a little bit slower. And then Jess and Suzanne had two huge projects come up. Um, so they hired me as the assistant, Aaron as the associate, and then I just kind of stayed. So I was there. So that was 2012, I guess. I started full-time with them. And then Aaron left casting, and I stayed with Justin Suzanne, and I was still acting for another two years, maybe. I don't really know how long ago I, just I stopped. Kinda, yeah. It was like three or four um, so I had a lot of overlap. I was still working, doing theater and film and TV during that time. And then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. The acting. Yeah. Kind of- and if you're feeling creatively fulfilled. Yeah. You know? I, th- I think for me, all the parts that I struggled with as an actor, cause I was, I'm, you know, I'd be in my head a lot, uh, self-directing, which is not really a smart thing to do as an actor. Um, <laughs> For any actors listening, try not to do that. Um, That makes me a better casting director. Mm. Um, And I think my training obviously helps because I... Well, you speak actor's language. Yeah. That's one great thing. I mean, I'm Meisner trained. Yeah. So I I know it. I also really respect people that have gone through some kind of rigorous training because it is... I, I, you know, it's not an easy job. And I feel like if you want to do it, it has to be, it has to be a job, whether or not you're making any money at it, it's got to be your second job. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there are a lot of people just like you that are working way harder. So if you're not doing, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, just like have to, you have to be on top of it. Yeah. Are there things you see that you notice in certain actors that they're doing that you would like, you're like, whether it's being in class or, or I don't know, anything that you see really strong actors doing to work on their craft. What's interesting is that by the time that they're already super strong, they're not really doing as many classes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think the people, I think it's really important to, I know a lot of actors, you find that teacher that is your mentor and your guru, but I think you need to switch that shit up. Mm, I think you, I yeah. think it's really, and this, I mean, I think it, a lot of it has to do with my own experience as an actor is that I just kind of started taking a class with somebody new and I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this is now clicks. Um, because it gives you a different point of view sometimes. So something that might have, while you're still working and growing with the people that you keep studying with, just getting somebody else's point of view or the way that they talk to you might knock that one last piece into place. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's not going to hurt. I mean, like, it's not going to hurt you to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always helpful. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important for actors, especially at the stage of the game where you're still booking the co-stars and the guest stars, you're not at series reg yet, you're not booking the leads of films yet, to still be in class because you're doing something besides just auditioning. Because auditioning can kill your soul. (laughs) So... Coming from a (laughs) A former actor. Yes, yes. No, I know. Auditioning was my least favorite part about... Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I feel like you get get those audition muscles, though, in the sense of, like, not, like, necessarily that you know exactly what to do in every audition room, but more of, like, you become, like, I don't want to say numb, but I do want to say numb. (laughs) Well, it it becomes your job. You You you, learn how to do it and leave and not take it personal. Exactly. Which is really important because it's too hard of a job. Yeah. It was like when I was still acting and I'd like talk to my mom. She'd be like, how was your audition today? And I'm like, don't ask. You can't ask me that. Yeah. Unless I volunteer this information, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it alone. Like, I understand you want to be involved and you care, but like... This is soul crack. I always love that. Have you heard anything yet? I'm like, no, I haven't. Like, it's okay. Thanks so much for making me feel better about it. Thanks. I'm gonna go in the bathroom and slip my wrist. Like you're like, yeah. Like that's it's like I always. Sorry, that was a little dramatic. No, (laughs) I've like put I've put it into the into you know if somebody's looking for a job like going on interviews and they're going on ten interviews a week and they don't have a job yet, you're not gonna ask them every time they have an interview how the interview went yeah, because they will be really upset. Yeah. (laughs) Well, understandably. Yeah. I tried to explain to like to my mom or my family or even my husband sometimes, like, it's like, it's just good to get in the room. Like, it's just like, if I feel like I've left good work in the room, like it doesn't matter if, if I booked it or not, like that is, that's because you've shown the, you've shown the casting people good work. Yeah. Yeah. And you might not be the right fit for that role, but they like you. They're going to bring you back. Exactly. Which is most important. And that's what happens most of the time. Yeah. Like, and that's, I think where my mind has gotten when I go into rooms, I'm like, okay, I had a really solid performance. I know they liked me and they, they may have even called me back, but I didn't get cast. I'm like, great. I know that they, now I am on their radar yeah. and they are going to call me in for something it's else. It's so huge. I mean, I've had people be like, I get called, into, I've been into this office 10 times I'm, and I haven't booked yet. I'm like, they're still calling you in. You're fine. Yeah. When they stop calling you in, figure out what happened and make it better. Yeah. That's all. I'm like, you have an agent. If you have an agent, be like, what do we need to do? What does he need to work on or she need to work on to get that, to mm-hmm. get that role? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Yeah. What are your um, favorite kind of projects to cast? Like, do you like comedies or dry? Yeah. 
I, I, I figured, uh, but like looking yeah. at your stuff. <laughs> it's where my heart, I, like when I was younger, um, I was in a lot of improv and sketch groups and I always <laughs> wanted to be on SNL, but not nearly talented enough. So I never attempted. Um, but it's, it's definitely where my heart is. So I want to be doing that all the time. Um, well, not all the time. I liked, I, I also like doing, I don't want to be doing like a, I wouldn't turn down a sitcom, I should say, but I wouldn't want to be doing like a, I wouldn't want to be doing something like um, Big Bang Theory. That's like okay. not my kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. I want to do something more real, more yeah. human, because life is funny as is, and that's kind of what I like. Yeah. The grounded, real, like we did Don't Think Twice, um, which is about improvers and their lives, which, and it's funny and it's sad. It's yeah. heartbreaking. <laughs> Comedians are simultaneously hilarious and heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's how, it's like a, such a good reflection of what life is. Yeah. So that's that's where my passion is, I guess. But I also love working, like working on Kingfish was really fun. And we did this film over the summer called 18 to Party that was, which sounds way different than what it is. But <laughs> it's literally about these like 12, 13 year olds trying to get into a club in like the early eighties. Oh my Wait, gosh. Yeah. So Which, it's like very John Hughes, but like John Hughes for tweens. Okay. And it was just so like, it was really funny and really sad. And I don't, I, and we like found these great kids. So it's, that's what I, that's yeah. what I love doing. Um, kids movies are kind of, they're hard work, but they're kind of fun. Cause you get to find these like little child gems that you're like, how did you do that? Like, how do you understand that already? Yeah. You're like seven. This is crazy. Or just like the no filter, no third eye. Like they're just, this is who I am. Yep. Like they don't have that yet. No. Which is, they're not self-directing. They're yet. not yes. self-directing. Yeah. They're yeah. just like, I'm playing Maple yeah. Leaf and this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're just awesome. <laughs> they're just Great. awesome. It's so, it can be so fun. But then, you know, they're like the commercial kids that come in and they're a little... They've been like brainwashed by mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, they're a little scary sometimes. And they can be a little scary. But. Yeah. Um, Leslie and I were watching the incredible uh, Jessica James, oh. and we were cracking. We were cracking oh, up. Thank you. Yeah. I that thought they did script, such a good job. Yeah, and that script is so well written. Like, I love Jim. Is like one of my favorite screen. I love him. Every yeah. screenwriter. Every like the first one of the first films I worked on with Jess that I, it ended up not happening, but, um, he wrote it and I just fell in love with it. And every, he also did people, places, things. And I loved that as well. And I just, I love it. So he's, cause he's, it's the same thing. It's like that dramedy, it's real life. Yeah. yeah. And you're dealing with real issues, but it's funny. And he finds the humor and like the life and things. And he likes strong women, which is even better. Yeah. And the way they shot it too, it like made it made the script even like pop out too. It, it, it was just, it was great. We were just like dying. Yeah. Laughing. <laughs> yeah. Good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah. I always, I always love when we have guests and I'm like, oh, we get to watch things. Yay. I know. <laughs> it's a uh, streaming on Netflix. It is. <laughs> it is. It's, that's it's why really we good. were able to watch it. Really, really good. <laughs> we have that. Um, I was going to ask you too. So you kind of touched upon it, but like, what is, what is one of your favorite aspects or what are your favorite aspects of casting? This sounds really weird, but I love giving actors their like first TV or film job. 
And that's no, that's it's not so really weird, sweet. but it's also like I just remember how wonderful that felt for me. And I yeah. like <laughs> I'm always like, yes, I yeah. just I know I just made their day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm it's about so to rare cry. You're that you're just like that's so sweet. Well, also just like how often are you like, I'm gonna make this person's day? Mm-hmm. It's like so rare in life. Yeah. So that's really fun. But also finding new director or finding directors or actors or finding that diamond in the rough, Mm -hmm. finding a script that you're like, oh my God, this is so special. Something amazing is going to happen. You know? Um, Yeah, that's kind of my favorite part of it. And being able to like figure out who fits, you know, like watching the auditions and being like, this person is amazing. Um, And I'm so excited I get to hire them, you know? Uh, Yeah. Great. That's beautiful. Do you, like, is there any time where, like, between colleagues, like, somebody feels really strongly about one person and another person feels strongly about another person? Because so much of, it's it's objective to a certain point. Like, if, if two people are doing really good work. It's actually super objective. Yeah. I think the whole yeah. industry is. Yeah. Um, within our office, we're all very, we're all, you know, we're all strong, opinionated women. So we all have very great. strong feelings about different people. Um <laughs> We voice our, before we'll talk to a director or producer, we'll kind of come to a decision mm-hmm. and we'll be like, we think these two mm-hmm. would be fantastic mm-hmm. or this person. And we only push so far because there's only so far you could, you know what yeah. I mean? If no, they're like, yeah. oh no, we yeah. like this person. We're like, great, okay. we'll make yeah. them the offer. Yeah. Um, Cause you never know. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's ultimately like as much as it is your job to find and pull these people together, it's ultimately like if they have a strong feeling towards someone, it's it's it's, it's a little, their, it's their yeah. decision. I feel like to an extent our job is to filter and present. Does that make sense? Yes. Um Yeah. I and I think I think from an acting perspective, I I feel like a lot of actors don't necessarily think that. They think our job is to like grab you and make you a star. Um, <laughs> what is this? The 1920s? Yeah. yeah well, but it's, yeah. it's, I mean, it is and it isn't. We can certainly keep, we, if we like you, we're going to keep bringing you in and make you great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's also, um, this is going to sound real mean, but there's, you know, when you go on a date, and somebody really just like wants it to work out, like you can smell <laughs> the desperation. Yeah. That happens a lot with actors mm-hmm. and we can smell the dust. Cause my job is to read people. <laughs> my job is to know if, I, you know what I mean? So I think it's really important for actors to understand that every, every casting director, every casting office has their own opinion about things. So one casting office might not like you at all. And another one thinks you're like the best actor in the whole fucking world. Sorry. Excuse me. No, language. Oh, no, we didn't. Um, so that's why I always say you have to take everything with a grain of salt because there are some offices that are like, you must do this all the, every single time you come in here. You know, look at nowhere but the reader. You have to sit. You have to do this. I want, for me, and the, the um, oh, what's the word? Nope, not happening. <laughs> I feel like I'm grabbing for it. I'm trying like to grab it. Grabbing um, in here. The, I hate when that happens. The aesthetic of our office, let's say, is that we want to see 
you being living truthfully in the given circumstances. <laughs> you know what I mean? We want to see you talking to the different people in the room and, and to an extent, like living in the world. You know, I'm not expecting you to be bringing in and making dinner if you're like supposed to be cooking, but like, I'm okay with you bringing in something small to like give you something to take your mind off of eyeballing the other actor or, or your, your reader so that it makes it seem like you're in that situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then other offices, I feel like will say like, we don't want you don't bring props. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want like major props, but like bring your bag or bring your, yeah. you know, like I'm okay with that because yeah. it, I feel like it makes it more real. But you, I feel like you also see those aesthetics a little bit with the projects everybody works on. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I think it's important to know that it's very opinion based oh, yeah. on all fronts. Yeah. It, it's all ob- objective. Yeah. And as my dad always said, opinions are like assholes. We all have them and they all stink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to like, you know, just... Everything with a grain of salt. It's not you. It's as hard as it is because. <laughs> well, it's everybody, you can't take right? Personal. It's Everyone directors. Has, it's writers. It's producers. It's producers. Like it's 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 everyone. Yeah. And when you're talking TV, you've got these like network execs that mm-hmm. are like not. They're going from like a totally different mind frame than we might be, and their opinion might be totally different than like the showrunners or everybody else's. So you never know. You just never know. When you're casting TV versus a film, are there things you consider or is it usually just the best actor for the job that lives in the world? Or I don't know. Because it's kind of a different... It's a very different entity. Yeah. Um, I I mean, it's... It depends on the project, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, no, I think it's finding the best actor, but also no, depending on what the what the show is, how involved the execs are going to be, because um, ultimately they're the ones that are going to okay or not okay an actor, and depending on who's directing an episode, the director is like not as important as the producers and showrunner are, who are the ones that decide on who the final choice is to go along to the studio network. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that's important. I'm sure know. though, like working on a TV show, you get really used to a showrunner's taste because that's such a long term yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, they're going to like this like, person. Yeah. You're going to like them because they, you know, they, yeah. they, they have like interesting eyebrows and he always likes a guy with the interesting eyebrows. I love how you else. look at me while you say that because I like have like non-existent oh, no. eyebrows. <laughs> I was just like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to evenly, evenly, evenly look at both no, of you. I just thought it was really funny. I'm like, yeah, I have to paint uh, mine on. It's cool. <laughs> mine are drawn on today. So there you go. Every day. Well, I mean, it goes back to opinions. You learn yeah. somebody's opinions on, on how yeah. they like things presented. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking out loud. Right no, now. It, it, it is. It's all, it's yeah. very opinion. Yeah. Everything's opinion. <laughs> awesome. Oh, cool. Well, where can people find like, or do you, or you, you might not want people to like, find you. Usually yeah, if you don't, then that's it's okay. a director who has a project. <laughs> I mean, directors, that kind of thing are, our office email and my email is on IMDb or my perfect. office email Great. is on IMDb. Just yep. put it to my attention. Yep. Geller with an ER at the end, not an AR. 
Um, People do that all the time. Yes. <laughs> and clearly it's not agitating to you at all. <laughs> I'm like Ross and Monica Geller. Yeah. That's how you spell my last name. <laughs> I was thinking that while yep. you were saying it. That I was one. like. <laughs> I say that all the time because it's the only way anybody ever remembers. I love it. Love it. Um, but yeah, I, you can find that on IMDb. Um, yeah. And just look out for for those films that we talked about coming yeah, out. Yeah, we have this and- other one shooting at the end of the um, year called The Man in the Woods that Noah Bouchelle is directing that's going to be exciting. Another young cast. Um, trying to think what else has come out recently. Well, I think I have a bunch coming out soon, so... Well, if you just want to tell us, then we can like um, we can not post now, it later. But like, tell oh, us I'll later. tell you later. Yeah, yeah tell great. us later, and we'll just include it. Yeah, great. <laughs> and IMDb is always a good yeah. resource. Too. It's a magical um, place. Yes. IMDb is a fantastic place. Yeah, I go there like at least ten times every day. I know. I yeah. You mm-hmm. like I live there. I'm like I kind of live on it. <laughs> I don't even know how many. I, I like go on it in the middle of watching shows and movies. You're like so. who is it? We were doing I, it earlier. Yeah, because like, you recognize faces. I I can recognize a face. I don't. Don't always remember a name. Names, which would make yeah. me a terrible casting director, but you're like, no. <laughs> well, I think this that's is my more thing. Like, I'm actually, I am really good with faces and I'll know where I know somebody from, but it'll take me a minute for the name. But I'll be like, they were in this movie. They did that. This is what they look like. And then I'll be on IMDb looking them up. I would like go to the project I know them from or the mm-hmm. play I saw them in. Yeah. And which is terrible, but I'm no, getting much not. better. But, um, Apparently it's a it's a hereditary thing because my whole family is terrible at names. Oh yeah, so is mine. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> at least I can blame it on them. I, love I that. literally can't remember half of my cousins' names. I'm like, I don't know who that one is, but I know I'm related. Um, <laughs> That's good. So it's probably more yeah, important than when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, I can't remember beep name. No. <laughs> Well, if you're like me, I have like 50 cousins, so oh, yeah. it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you have to. a big family, it's all the extended but extended cousins, yeah, that, and we're oh, not yeah. close, yeah. so, because they're not my first cousins, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. I only have well, two you, of those. You have, like, I have, you have, I have I'm a lot, I'm the too. oldest of seven kids, and oh, then my goodness. I have cousins, and yeah. Yeah. Good Midwest family. At least you can remember your siblings' yes, names. Yes, I can. That's <laughs> I can important. Do that. And their birthdays, because we test each other all the time. <laughs> That's very important. It's impressive, too. Yeah. It is. So a lot of people remember. Not I have a people. weird talent for remembering people's birthdays. Usually, if you tell me, I remember. I don't know you why. Remember, you remember a lot of things. You're mm. very good. You are. I'm good you with are. dates I'm as horrible well. with yeah. names. Names, yeah. I'm the worst. I'm um, like, I'll like, know you. Yeah. I'll, if mm-hmm. I see you, I know I'll you. like... I'm like, hey, girl, I know you from a, mm, yeah. wait a second from this thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, thank you so thank much you. Thank for you. sitting down so nice and to talking talk to with us. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.